0: Good morning. It's March 23rd. It is a better-than-forecast morning in New York, with sun where the rain was supposed to be. And this is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Or we'll start with what's not the news. The grand jury in New York that would be responsible for indicting Donald Trump has shut down for the week and gone away. Those photographs from earlier in the week of cops putting up metal barriers outside the courthouse appear to have not been a confirmation of Donald Trump's claim that he was going to be arrested on this past Tuesday, but simply a manifestation of that claim in the world. A physical manifestation of the news-gathering problem in which the thing that you are trying to confirm has already gone out in the world and caused people to react to it in a way that seems to confirm it. But on examination... It's just the same source echoing back and forth. So unless something exciting happens in Georgia, Donald Trump will sleep in his own bed this weekend and possibly for the rest of his natural life. Nevertheless, the Times, is still caught up in the momentum of the non-existent event, has another front page story, three bylines about Michael Cohen, Trump's fixer, who would have played a pivotal role in the indictment had there been an indictment this week, which, again, there was not. The Federal Reserve raised interest rates by a quarter point yesterday, the Times writes, as they tried to balance two conflicting problems, the risk that inflation could remain rapid and the threat that turmoil in the banking system could slow the economy drastically. As always, from a mechanistic point of view, that would seem to work out to zero problems. But the goal isn't to sacrifice bankers' jobs on the altar of stopping inflation. The goal is to sacrifice your job on the altar of stopping inflation, unless you're a banker in which case you should subscribe to Indignity at the highest tier. And speaking of making friends with our financial ruling class, Politico has a story this morning looking at what Kirsten Cinema has been up to, namely that she has used a series of Republican-dominated receptions and retreats this year to belittle her Democratic colleagues, shower her GOP allies with praise, and in one case, quite literally, give the middle finger to President Biden's White House. Specifically, she gave the middle finger to Ron Klain, it turns out, at one fundraiser, political reports, she complained that people compare her to Joe Manchin because Joe Manchin still wants to raise taxes on rich people, and she does not. This story goes on. It's hard to overstate Sinema's closeness with private equity in particular. She spent part of her summer 2020 recess interning at a Sonoma winery owned by an executive in the industry. She single-handedly insured taxing carried interest on private equity earnings was kept out of the IRA legislation, as Schumer memorably blurted out. And one senior administration official told me they've concluded the way to win cinema's vote on a crucial agency nominee is to have private equity executives weigh in with her. Love to be a maverick, free spirit, dancing like nobody's watching to the sweet jingle of rich people shaking bags of money. In Other Annals of Spectacularly Self-Involved People, The Times takes a look at secessionists in eastern Oregon. The lead of the story is about a woman who used to live in Portland and moved steadily east to get away from liberalism to where she now runs a Christian camp in the rural reaches of the state, where, the Times reports, she cannot help but notice how the values of western Oregon are held over the eastern part of the state by way of laws making guns less accessible and abortions more accessible. The story continues, unwilling to move east into Idaho, farther from her family, She now wonders if redrawing the state maps could instead bring Idaho's values to her. Ma'am, you're one woman. You live in the middle of nowhere. If you want to live somewhere else, move. What if you built the entire political system out of the homeschooling ethos? That's the news. Please support Indignity. If you're sitting on a pile of ill-gotten gains, we'll be happy to have some of it shoveled our way. Look for the sunshine and don't get yourselves indicted, and we will talk again tomorrow.